everybody's more productive when you have a checklist. Your retirement checklist coming up. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarger. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Ice Cube said that. Hey, it's Gary Dolan. I'm your consumer advocate. With me, Ben Koval and Matt Leiberger. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. Yeah, we'll be checking on that sound, uh, on that checklist throughout today's uh, show, at least the first couple of segments. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They're both fiduciaries by law, have to have the best interest of their clients. Thank you for joining us. Saturday morning, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. You guys ready for a fun show today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like fun. All right. Let's bring it on. Let's hit it right hard. Let's hit it hard right now. Okay. So as you head down the road to retirement, it's important to consider many components of your plan because you may feel like a small piece of the puzzle can actually make or break the quality of your financial future. Today, we're covering a checklist to help you retire with confidence and leave no doubt in your financial plan. All right. So the first thing is have a written plan. You guys need to hear this. Hold on one second. So what's the plan? Plan? I know plan. <laughs> any, any idea where that's from? You guys, have any idea where that's know. from? It is from 1985 movie Mad Max Thunderdome. Plan. Oh, uh, no yeah. plan. So really, we talk about this all the time. You got to get the written plan. Let's start right there, guys. Yeah, if anyone listens to our show, you know that we, we preach plan and budget a lot, uh, but plan is always where it has to start, and this is where it has to be very specific. It, I don't like a lot of retirement plans that are uh, guesswork, and this is where you come into like the 4% rule, or there's a lot of uh, retirement plans that, that advisors pitch that are just, hey, we'll, we'll figure it out every year. So we'll see what we've got this year, and then we'll figure out what the income can be next year. And it makes it really difficult to plan ahead. It makes it really difficult to make sure that the market's not going to change what that plan looks like. So when we're talking plan, we're talking about a written-down understanding of what, when, how you're drawing income. Now, that's important for a number of reasons. Number one is that it takes into consideration things like inflation. It takes into consideration things like taxation. And those are the ones that I'm seeing right now are, are left to the sidelines. Inflation's been a lot more of a conversation point the last couple of years. But tax is always the one that's that's typically the the casualty of uh, you know, one-size-fits-all retirement planning. So have a plan that's written down that's holistic, that's comprehensive, and that's customized to you. What you don't want to have happen is sit down and have an advisor say, okay, here's your plan, and it's the same plan that the guy before sat down and had or the same plan that the next guy's going to have. It needs to be very specific to you using the tools that are going to maximize what you're trying to achieve, minimizing the downsides, right? So... Make sure that you have a written down understanding of what this looks like into retirement. You're not guessing through it. Yeah, when, when you're talking uh, random plans year to year, let's just see what happens. That sounds that sounds kind of like uh, my workout plan every yeah. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, you're still doing best that? intentions. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, we're into March now. I'm not yeah, sure right. if my uh, New Year's resolution has just been forgotten. But if yeah. if I go yeah. to the gym once in the New Year, does that count? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that later in the show. We talk about uh, New Year's <laughs> resolutions, whether you're still doing them or not. I think segment two or three. So we'll get to that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's, you know, been mentioned. We talk about plans and budgets a lot. So I'm going to hit the, sec the second one, the, the budget. Ma make a budget, make a spending plan. I know we hit this, but let me go a little more in detail to this. You know, you really want to determine how much you're going to spend, determine the income gap, as we call it, that you're dealing with. So j just think of a simple formula, right? I mean, the income coming in, right? Monthly expenditures, you know, uh, just... Take your income minus your monthly expenditures. You're going to see your gap. So if, if a couple's earning, say, $5,000 in Social Security and, I don't know, maybe a grand in, in a pension, you know, 
then well, first of all, congrats for having a pension. But okay. th- then your monthly, if your monthly expenditures are eight thousand dollars, well, just eight minus you know five or eight minus six, then you've got a income gap of two thousand dollars. So it's it's a good practice to make a detailed accounting plan as well. Like think of everything. Most likely, you haven't had when you retire, you haven't had to make a budget for a long time in life. Because you've probably retired at the top of your game. You're probably making decent money. And many people think, well, I haven't made a budget since I was 20. Yeah. Right? But but this is what we have to do again. Like, think of all the details. What what apps are you paying for on your phone? These are things you didn't think about when you were 20. Um, you know, what, what streaming services yeah, are you paying for? Subscriptions. All, all this stuff. Be as detailed as possible. Uh, if you do that, then your budget is going to be as accurate as possible. And, and that that's the first thing we start with. Because that leads into income planning. Well, and that's the big thing is that you just can't have bleed. When it comes to retirement, you just have to make sure that whatever you are going to structure is not going to have more expenditures than the income that's a, that's available. Bleed is the kiss of death. It, yeah. You know, you're yeah. compromising yeah. issues as time's going on. Yeah. You yeah. know what I hate? I hate those automatic renewal subscriptions. Don't you guys hate that? Oh, yeah. You know? Well, everything's that way now. Whether it's for Hulu or Netflix or whatever. Yeah. You got to watch that too because they'll just... They'll just renew you. Yeah, there you go. I'll, the t- I'll is- tell you, I recently signed up for a, for a, for an app that basically scans. I don't know how it does it. I'm not smart enough. I don't create apps. I'm a financial planner. But uh, yeah. but but it kind of scanned through and it told me what reoccurring payments I was making every month. And there were subscriptions from a decade ago. Really? And I didn't remember. And it allows you to cancel them if you don't want. Oh, them. okay. And I gotta I thought, get that. Wow. I got to get that from you after the show today. I'll I'll talk to you. All right, cool. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. I want to thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Let's get you that phone number, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Talked about having a written plan, making that uh, budget and spending plan. We like spending plan. We don't like the B word, but, you know, (laughs) we said it. It's okay. Uh, Let's start with uh, next is income. Got to talk about income. That's a big part of retirement uh, strategies. Well, it's probably everything should start. Uh, we've talked about this before, but a lot of advisors will start with the investments and they'll say, hey, here's this great annuity or here's this great stock choice or whatever the case is. But the truth is that the income is what really matters. Like I was saying earlier, is we got to make sure that we don't have bleed, that we don't have a, a plan that's just going to structurally not work. That It's not enough money. And it's really difficult sometimes in retirement because you've never been retired before, most likely. So how much income do you need? It's not quite as easy as a dollars and cents. Well, what have I been spending? You know, there's going to be a travel budget. There's going to be different hobbies, different structures. So there are ways that you can that you can talk through this. There's ways that you can end up creating a good understanding of what the income should be, but it usually is done in conversation. So we have to make sure that the income is going to be stable, that it's going to be consistent, and that it's not going to fluctuate based on market returns. And that's where I find a lot of clients run into problems is where if you have your your income generation structured directly into the market, then it ends up becoming problems down the road as markets will inevitably be volatile. And there's decisions that you make right now that are going to impact and cascade in this future. So I'm going to give you an example. I, uh, I was telling Matt this, Gary, it was before, before you got on, before okay. you got here, that okay. uh, I was out on a date with my wife yesterday. Nice. And okay, cool. we got a call from our teenager Uh-oh. <laughs> as the dessert's coming. Saying, yeah. <laughs> and so his his words to me was, um, "There's a leak." Oh, okay. And I go, "Okay, uh, yeah. w- what what does that mean?" And then he said, <laughs> "A pipe burst." Oh, wow! 
And so I, I, he doesn't he doesn't know you know he doesn't know what a pipe burst in the wall would actually yeah what's going mean, through your mind right? just when you hear those words and so I say well the house well, tell, is flooding and going through your tell mind tell me more tell me more he says well yeah. it's coming out of the ceiling oh okay and I said you have to be a whole lot more specific right now <laughs> what is going on. Oh. <laughs> Uh, long story short, my 11-year-old ended up using the bathroom and clogged Ooh. it, and oh it was yeah. a running toilet. Oh, okay, I got Our you. upstairs bathroom. <laughs> it oh was boy. raining downstairs. And it started raining downstairs bathroom. <laughs> not good, And not so good. we rush home, and we get there to see the damage, and it's, uh, you know, upstairs bathroom's flooded. Yeah. We've got the bedroom next to it. It's got water seeking through the walls into the carpet. Oh, boy. And so, you know, my, my poor wife, as I'm here talking to all you on the radio show, is calling all of the providers to get estimates and oh, insurance wow. and all yep. that stuff. But I was thinking about that this morning on how it was one bad decision, right? The mm-hmm. 11-year-old, you don't leave a running toilet. You mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure that it gets solved. <laughs> yep. And then at the conclusion, when things are starting to fall apart, the teenager was going, I don't really know what I'm looking at, but I know it's bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I kind of equate this to retirement planning where you make decisions along the way. Yeah. And sometimes you'll be like, I don't, I don't know. Is this a good decision? Is this a bad decision? And yeah, a lot yeah. of times you won't know the ramifications of that decision until later. And what you will know is bad. It's raining poop. Yeah. Like, I, I have no, <laughs> I, was it a burst pipe? Was it, I have no idea what this is, but yeah. I know that it is not a good scenario for me. Oh, yeah. wow. That's crazy. And, and this is mm. where it's really important to have a written down understanding of, of a retirement plan and why it, it's important to talk with a fiduciary specialty advisor about retirement because we at Matt and I as we talk with clients we can sit down and go no this is not going to be a great scenario for you in the future we've seen it we know it we, we have experience with it so make sure that we have income segmented away from the market so that you're not going to have a scenario where the market's down 40 percent and go oh no this is bad it's raining from the ceilings type of thing that we can structure consistency of the income now if you're looking at your plan going I'm not sure if I have that I'm not sure if a retirement specialist has really done that type of due diligence for us, then shoot us a call. Matt and I always leave a handful of spots open for our clients to have a completely complimentary meeting from the radio show. We will sit down and say, well, what's your plan? What is it looking like? Are there any issues? Are there any holes? Are there any buzzsaws that you're going to be walking into? And we can start with a conversation about what a true retirement fiduciary can do for you. Matt and I are an hourly rate advisory service. We don't try to hoard all the assets from a client into one spot so that we can charge you 1%. I feel that's a bit of a racket. We charge just for the amount of work that gets done. And so the first meeting is entirely complimentary and we'll figure out if there's something we can actually do to help you in the future. If not, maybe we can give you some advice or, or let you know some of the pitfalls that you've got going on. So shoot us a call. We will not be answering the phone. My back office does not work on the weekend, so it'll go to voicemail. But leave a message and we'll call you back first thing Monday. All right, great advice. 877-249-6900. 877 877-249-6900. We'll take a short break. What's up next, guys? When we come back, we round out our checklist of items to consider on your road to retirement, along with tips and strategies to help you streamline the planning process. Stay tuned. This is Sound Path for Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me, Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining us Saturday morning. 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Going to round out our checklist. We've got other items to consider. Down the road to retirement. As you head on down that road, we've got tips and strategies to help you out. Uh, let's continue along. Boy, you could spend uh, a lot of time on this one. Uh, healthcare, guys. 
Oh yeah, understanding the cost of healthcare is so vital when you're retiring. So, you know, if you're over 65 and you're at the point of Medicare, uh, you know, having Medicare, you know, this is a new thing. Most if you haven't had Medicare before. You got to understand the, the, you know, the ins and the outs. Um, Part A, uh, which basically you know covers hospital care. You know, covers you walking into the front doors of the hospital at least. Uh, that you know typically doesn't have a monthly premium. But in contrast to that, think of Part B. Part B is what I think most people think of when they think of, of health insurance. You've mm-hmm. got your co-pays, yeah. you've got your deductibles. This is outpatient care. You know, that along with Part D, which would be like prescription drug coverage. You know, these are going to have monthly premiums. you got a budget for that. If you're somebody who's lucky enough to retire prior to 65, uh, well, one thing that a lot of my clients come in and they haven't thought about, they say, hey, my budget is X. I need this amount of a month to live. I say, okay, you're 62. Yep. You've got three years before Medicare kicks in. Yep. Have you budgeted for $1,000 to $1,200 a month per person to buy just the premiums, just the premiums to get medical coverage on the open market? And they look and go, nope. No. And I say, okay, (laughs) we're going to redo your budget for the first three years. Yeah. Or look at COBRA coverage or or something. Yeah. Or look at COBRA or or, or what have you. So these are things that find a medical or sorry, find a financial advisor that understands the ins and outs of retirement specifically, which is what Ben and I do, because taking healthcare into account is 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 vital. Yeah, that's a big part of it. I want to want, kind of go back to the tax side of things. I mentioned that earlier in the previous segment, is that this is a big part of the financial plan that needs to be very finely tuned. The issue with taxation is that we don't know what taxes are going to be in six months, let alone in 10 years. And so we need to make sure that the plan for taxes is flexible enough to create horizons of opportunity. And what that really means is let's say that there's a client that has some money in IRAs, 401ks, so tax deferred. You didn't pay tax on it yet. You'll pay tax when you draw it out. We've got some money in a brokerage account. So it's capital gain exposed, not income tax exposed. And we've got a little bit of money in Roth, which is tax free. Tax-free when it grows, tax-free when it comes back to you, you just have to pay the taxes to get it in. So the thing I like to have is a little bit of, of everything there. Now, you're going to want to hedge more on the Roth side simply because taxes, if anybody thinks taxes are going down in the future, there is almost zero chance of that happening. <laughs> taxes have to go up to, to compensate for the additional spending that the government's doing, unless the government decides to spend less. Which what? You know, I'm going to let everybody finish their laugh and yeah. the show before I can. Yeah. So about no, there's no chance that that's going to happen. So when it comes to tax planning, what you tend to want to do is be very aggressive for a period of time through Roth conversions, using your assets to create tax windows and those tax holes. An example being that if you've got, you know, 30% of your asset base in non-qualified capital gain exposed accounts, so long-term capital gains rates are 15%. 10 years ago, they were 15%. 10 years from now, assuming nothing changes, they're 15%. Mm -hmm. Now, capital gains is something that's been uh, attacked recently. The state of Washington now is trying to get into the game of of taxing capital gains. Mm -hmm. And so all gains that you have that you sell in a year over $250,000, again, worth of just the gains, you have to pay an additional 7% state capital gains tax. Now, I believe that that's going to change in the future. There's no no legislation out there right now, but I think that they just got their foot in the door to start to tax real estate and to tax more. So I think that's coming down the pipe. But having uh, you know windows of those times for capital gains, and assuming that we've got 
the same capital gain rates in the future. So let's assume it's still going to be 15%. We can stay under that $250,000 window. A lot of times clients will come to me and say, well, I don't really want to sell my Microsoft stock because it's got so much gain in it. Congratulations. And I go, that, that's, that's great. So there's two ways that we can do this then. Number one, are you trying to leave a lot of money to beneficiaries? And I'll say, well, no. I mean, I want to use my funds. So whatever they get is great, but I'm not trying to make them multimillionaires by my passing. Go, okay, great. Uh, number two, what's going to be the plan of these funds then? So if we're going to be passing it to beneficiaries, then they can step up the basis. And then nobody can pay taxes on it, right? You can step up from a $5 per share Microsoft stock to whatever the market value is at passing, and then they don't have the taxation side of it. But it means that you can't use it mm-hmm. because you have to keep it that way. Yeah. So if you're trying to use it, then you're going to pay capital gains at some point. So do you want to wait until Microsoft completely crashes and then sell it so you can sell it hopefully at a loss at that point? <laughs> and clients go, well, no, I'm not going to sell at a low. So when are you going to sell it then? It becomes what I call a statue in your account, something that is just unmovable. You are not going to be using it at any point in time because you don't want to pay the taxes or you don't want to sell at a low. So the way that you can kind of position this, you can still have Microsoft exposure, but if you use those non-qualified funds, pay the 15% on capital gains, it means that you effectively have zero taxation, income tax in that year. So if all of your income is is derived by those non-qualified funds, then you can convert your IRAs to Roth at an extremely effective rate. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get it at a 5 7 8% effective tax rate. And if you think that you're going to be taxed higher than that 5 6 7% on those same funds in 20 years, then you made out. And it, very likely you will. So that's what I mean by creating windows is make sure you have a couple years where you have low taxation so you can then do Roth conversions very, very effectively. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben, it goes to show you, that, again, that this is this is not a do-it-yourself situation when it comes to retirement planning, particularly on the tax issue because there's so many moving parts or puzzle pieces, whatever you want to call it. So that's why you need to get a hold of Ben and Matt. going to give you that phone number right now. It is 877-249-6900. Get that comprehensive plan, no cost or now obligation. You deserve a more confident plan to retire. You want to be stress-free. You want peace of mind. That's what you get when they'll put that plan together for you. Again, 877-249-6900. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Thank you for joining us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio going through our checklist. We've got more to get to here, including asset inventory. We talk about allocation, uh, risk tolerance, and risk exposure, guys. Absolutely. It's so important to look at. We, we've, we've said this m- many a times. Ben and I, we, we kind of consider our, ourselves and what we do and what we specialize in as kind of the masters of the junk drawer. So, you know, growing up for, you know, in, in my youngest years, I lived with my grandparents and, and they had a junk drawer. And that junk drawer is, you know, one of those things where you can go to, you can find anything. It's, yep. It was in the kitchen, and yep. I don't know how the, you know, what got lost in there 20 years earlier, but I could find it. And <laughs> the joke was, you know, there's a battery for everything. <laughs> yeah, it's, of course. It's, on, it's only half charged, <laughs> yeah. but it's in the drawer. <laughs> You'll find there. it. And, and we kind of look at ourselves in retirement as the masters of the retirement junk drawer. People come to us, and, and they sit down, and, and along the way, they've accumulated a lot of things. We dump it out, we look, and we rearrange 
exchange and we we structure. Uh, you might look in there and say, okay, we each have uh, you know me and my partner. We have we each have four hundred one ks. Oh oh, there, there's there's another four hundred one k. I forgot to roll over from a job ten years ago. Uh, we have a couple IRAs. One of us has a Roth. Someone bought an annuity along the way at some dinner, and and I think we have some money buried in the backyard with the treasure map. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and so we start to go through this. Say, okay, well, let's look at all the investments and let's see where we're at. Let's check the asset allocation. This is the this is the idea of what are you invested in? How diversified are you? Um, is everything at risk in the stock market? Again, some people think, well, if I have ten stocks, I'm I'm diversified. No, and I say I say, well, well, no, especially if they're all tech stocks. You're very much not diversified. Uh, But what do you have that's safe? What do you have that's liquid? What do you have that's earmarked for growth? We look at these different asset allocations. We look at risk tolerance. What is your risk tolerance? Your plan needs to take that into effect. Um, And what's your exposure? And so we look at all these things. And this is a part of a holistic approach to getting that junk drawer in order. Well, and risk is something different. In retirement, uh, a lot of times clients will say, well, risk is how much you can lose. And it goes, yeah, yeah. well, if you segment your time horizons properly, then risk is more about volatility management. So not about how much you can lose, but how much time you have until you need those funds. Mm -hmm. And so risk becomes how long am I extending out my stabilized funds or my stabilized income side? Yeah. Well, and, and if, if you're listening to this conversation right now and you're thinking, okay, this is a great checklist, and there's more to this checklist. We could talk for a long time on this. But if you say, man, I'd like to sit down and kind of go through a checklist with Ben and Matt, and let's let's see where we're at. Um, maybe you're five or 10 years out from retirement. You're in that red zone, as we talk about. Or maybe you're already retired, and you, and you think, wow, I, I still, man, there's, there's some things I need to fine-tune to know that I'm safe throughout retirement. Well, then give us a call. We always leave five, ten spots open every week uh, for our listeners to come in and sit down with with Ben or myself. We can sit down in person uh, in Mount Lake Terrace or in, or in Bellevue. We can uh, sit down and meet remotely as well. Uh, but call us. We're going to sit down. We're going to take a look at where you're at, where you want to go, and what you need to do to get there. And we will create a plan with you uh, to get to you to uh, to where you want and need to be. So give us a call. We look forward to talking to you. I love the junk drawer analogy. You know, everything's in there. Batteries, uh, pencils, <laughs> yep. broken broken pens that don't work anymore, all kinds of stuff in there. So, yeah, go see Ben and Matt. Here's that phone number, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. These slots fill up quickly when we'll do the show here. So this consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. I do want to remind you about that. So here's the phone number again. What are you waiting for 877-249-6900 877-249-6900 the folks at Soundpath Retirement Strategies will get back to you first thing on Monday morning all right the show is Soundpath to Retirement I'm Gary Nolan your consumer advocate we're going to take a short break be back with more of Ben and Matt in just a moment what's up next guys while you and your partner make a pair your retirement savings may not be in sync it's possible that you've built up steady savings are in good shape but your partner may have very little saved if anything at all we'll break it down right after this Hi there, I'm Gary Nolan, the Consumer Advocate. With me, Ben Colwell, Matt Lieberger. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. Welcome back. And Ben and Matt are here to help you take charge of your money. They've helped hundreds of clients over the years. They're both fiduciaries, which by law have to have the best interest 
of their clients. Went through our checklist. We talked about retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care, and so much more. So, yeah, there's more to that checklist. You have to see uh, Ben and Matt. Going to give you the phone number in just a couple of minutes and go through a complete uh, process, no cost or no obligation when you visit with them. All right, we're going to talk about what steps it takes to uh, help a spouse or significant other bolster their retirement savings. We're going to take a look. I love this first one, hold regular budget meetings. I will tell you that's a very good idea. However, if I told my wife, guys, <laughs> we're going to have a budget meeting, you know, the, the, you know the, 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 the big skillet in the drawer there, you know, it might, yep. be, might be heading for my head. But anyway, but, but seriously, you, you, you need to talk about these things. Am I right? Well, you, you do. It, it's the least fun conversation in the world. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Having regular budget meetings does not sound like a good time. And <laughs> no. one of the reasons is because it's usually accusatory. Sure. Yeah, if, if the meeting always happens right after your significant other yeah. comes back from shopping. Yeah, it's like, okay, you went to Target again? All right, sit down. Or budget the Amazon meeting. Package, budget meeting. Yeah, the Amazon <laughs> packages arrive at the door, that too, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right. Or the, the husband got back from golfing. All right, time yep. for a budget meeting. So it, it needs to not be a pointed conversation. It needs to not be a, hey, you know, you're causing issues here. But what we mean by regular budget meetings, especially at the first point of retirement, is you don't know what you're doing in terms of spending, in terms of what this looks like, in terms of hobbies. So it's very helpful to sit down and go, well, not just budget, but how, how are we doing? You know, how, how's our mental state? What, what mm-hmm. hobbies are we creating for ourselves? And what does that look like? But the budget meetings here is just making sure you're all on the same page. You've likely never been retired before. And so it's difficult sometimes to really know what this needs to look like or what your income needs to be. And so having open communication of going, well, I'd really like to go on a cruise. I'd like to go to you know Bahamas or whatever it is. And then starting to build that into the budget itself. And the other side being, well, yeah, I want to go and redo the decor in the guest room. All of those conversations should be done as uh, – as a couple, as uh, communications. So that way we're not going to run into these issues of overspending or unknown spending. And that can lead to some level of resentment. So make sure that you're at least talking about it. What does this look like? What's our monthly? What's our yearly? What are we trying to do? And what are we trying to do together? Yeah, I try to sneak in a new Harley into my budget meetings at least three <laughs> times oh a goodness. year. I know Sarah keeps talking to me about it. <laughs> oh, boy. Not good. Not you good. Know, Sarah and I have a joke at home because every once in a while we'll – you know, for some reason, we've it's just one of those months where we've ordered too many things from Amazon and we didn't do it all in one order. And so there's packages showing up like, you know, on, on every other day. Yeah. And, and we, we have a joke where we go, which one's that? I, I don't remember what I, I don't ordered. remember which and one so it is. Yeah. We, we call it Amazonesia. <laughs> we've gone through <laughs> too many orders. But, yeah, you know, uh, here's here's another thought. And, and this has to do with people who are in that retirement red zone, as we call it, five to 10 years out from retirement. Ben and I meet with a lot of people at this stage. Um, because we're just figuring out a way to get that person over the finish line, over the, you know, get them into the end zone and get retired. And so in this time, uh, often you're getting to the top of your game on earnings. And sometimes there's a couple raises you can see coming your way prior to retirement, prior to, uh, uh, to retirement. So we always talk about making good uses of that raise. So if your budget's working well and you're getting close to retirement and you want a little boost, Consider, you know, any increase in your 
paycheck as going into your retirement. Yeah, take a little bit of that raise for yourself. Have fun. Congratulations. You earned it. But it's a really great way to bump up that retirement right before you end up, you know, eating the cake, getting the gold watch and moving off into the, you know, into the sunset. Well, and also give yourself a raise in retirement too. So if you're retired, you need to make sure that you have a a growing income base every year, mostly to cover inflation. Yeah. You need to make sure that you have the same spendable amount of power as time goes on. And if you don't cover it early, then the compounding effect of cost of living is going to be a very big problem down the road, especially with medical inflation, typically outpacing consumer inflation. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're, you're still making good use of raise conversations on the income side in retirement. Now, if you're not quite retired, and you see a spouse that doesn't have very much in uh, their own 401ks IRAs, it's a good idea to start pumping money into spousal IRAs. Make sure you're getting money for that other spouse that's building. And part of it is because it's nice to have different requirements on ages. Unless you both were born the same exact day in the same exact year, you're going to have different requirements for distributions of these funds. So if you have a spouse that's five years younger than you, Having money in their IRA extends five years before you need to start taking it for required minimum distributions. Mm -hmm. That kind of window is very, very good, especially if you already have significant amount of assets in your own IRA. So make sure you're splitting it through on the IRA side. And when you're doing Roth conversions, have that be a consideration. Whose RMD is coming first and what's the overall exposure so that you can minimize and, again, go back to the tax planning. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Let me give you that phone number. Get on their calendar. Get yourself all set up with that plan. No cost or no obligation. What are you waiting for? It is way too complicated to uh, go this, do this on your own. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. The folks at Sound Path Retirement Strategies will get back to you first thing on Monday morning. Glad you're here. 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Let's see. We're going through the different ways in which you and your spouse can bolster your savings. Use all retirement options. Explain that to uh, me and our listeners, guys. Yeah, so using all options, this is important. I feel like uh, I'm getting all the ones that have to do with the retirement red zone, but I'm going to keep going on this path. So imagine, again, you're five to ten years out from retirement, and you're thinking, what can we do to continue to bolster uh, our, our funds so that we start off at the best possible place? And sometimes people will come and say, well, I'm maxing out my 401k. What else can I do? And we'll talk about IRAs. And they say, well, I was going to do a Roth, but I make too much to do it. I say, that's fine, but you can still do a traditional. Okay, well, I think I'm putting in the most into that I can. And I look and say, well, you're over 50, so there's a catch-up. You can increase there. And so we start to look at all the different ideas of IRAs, Roth, 401ks. Is it a Roth 401k? Um, And there's strategy to this. Uh, Sometimes uh, I I had a couple, gosh, this was maybe a month ago, maybe a little more. And... And they were a fun couple, so they laugh and they joke, and it was great. You could pretty much say anything, never offend anybody. I love couples like this. And uh, and he basically wanted me to be on his side and said, hey, tell her to change over and start doing more Roth. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, and, and they're only a few years out from retirement, and these guys are, I mean, their, their tax rate was, if it wasn't 37%, it was getting pretty close. They, they were making good money. And I thought, 
no, I, I don't want to push this because let's talk about this right now at your tax rate the way you are. You're two years from retirement. And when we're talking about making use of all retirement options, I don't know if I want you spending 37% in your taxes right now to get Roth. Uh, when in two years from now, uh, we can retire you folks, get your tax rate down way lower than that, and then do Roth conversion. So right now, I think it's wiser for your finances to make use of a traditional uh, you know, investment plan, a tax deferred investment plan. And so all, understanding all of your retirement options, especially as a spousal pair, and realizing what buckets you want to put your money into is very, very vital. Right. Well, and part of this also has to do with figuring out some really basic questions, like even what a retirement date is. So a lot of times there's going to be different retirement dates. There, there's, I'll say this. There's two ways clients typically go about the retirement date conversation. The first way is I want to walk out hand in hand with you at the same time, and we are going to go and travel the world and have a good time. I hope Sarah's listening. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, Good luck with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I think she is because I think she's younger than you, right? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. Is, but I, even so she wants to retire even, sooner. Even too. younger, Ben. I think you've told her she can retire first, and you've really, you know, set me on the path. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to live with that decision, so that, that's fine. Now, uh, make sure that you know: Are you work, walking off together, or is one spouse going to retire sooner for X, Y, Z reasons, you know, healthcare reasons, or age issues, or whatever the case is? But then how is that money going to structure at that retirement point and where is it going to be coming from? So make sure that you have a good light at the end of the tunnel of when you're going to retire because that's going to start to figure out how your investment strategy needs to change. You know, if you are 30, 20 years away from retirement, so you've got decades, then your, your options are much more open. You're going to be a lot heavier in the stock side of things because you've got time on your side to recover from stock crashes. And sometimes clients will come to me and say, well, I'm, I'm worried that you know, I'm 30 years away from retirement, but I'm really worried about the stock market. And I go, you really shouldn't be. Now, as long as you're not invested in Enron stock, Boeing has been a, a pretty rough stock for the last couple of years. Problematic, well, yeah. I mean, when doors start falling off a plane. Yeah, that's yeah, a problem. Yeah. Help yeah, very much. Doesn't help at all. So individual stocks can be tough, but if you're invested in the S&P 500, that's the American economy, essentially. Mm -hmm. If it over these 20 or 30 years is negative, then we're all in trouble. We're all in trouble. It means that we're all probably speaking Russian. Mm -hmm. There's likely not an America anymore. Mm -hmm. So there are ways that you can plan for worst case. And there's also ways that you try to look at apocalypse. And I don't plan for apocalypses. Yeah, that's that's going to be everybody in the same boat. So if you got time on your side, you can invest differently. Now, as you get closer to retirement, especially if you're within a couple years of retirement, the game fundamentally changes. You're not just looking growth centric. You also need to look at stability. How is your income going to draw to you and how is it going to be consistent? And you don't want to give up gain at that point either. You don't want to go into a you know, savings account. Right now, you can get pretty good rates on savings accounts and you have for the past little bit, but that's not the long-term goal. So make sure that you've created yourself the stability of what your wages will look like, your income in retirement equivalent, and that you have it over time horizon so that your stock accounts can remain untouched. And that's where we specialize. Matt and I are retirement-only fiduciaries. We don't talk with clients that are younger then 10 years from retirement, we focus in on that stage of life so that we can help figure out these key decision points as you turn that corner. 
Now, if you're not sure if you have a plan that structures well for retirement, if you don't have those time horizons, if you have an advisor talking to you about 4% rule and then charging you 1% of your assets to manage it, shoot us a call. Matt and I are hourly rate advisors. We work on just the amount of time it takes for us to do what clients ask us to do. And in this first meeting that we will have, we will be completely complimentary review of where you are. What do you have? What are some of the pitfalls? What are some of the issues that you might have with your current investment strategy? And we can either give you some advice on what you can do right now to help, or we can start saying, well, there's a, a better plan that we need to start developing. And then we can lay down the groundwork of what Matt and I do for clients in the future. Now, when you call, you're not going to get a live person. I don't have my back office staff working on the weekends. So leave us a message and we'll shoot you a call back first thing Monday morning and we'll get you scheduled either remote or in person in Bellevue or Mount Lake Terrace, whichever one makes the most amount of sense for you. All right. Good stuff, Ben. Here is that phone number 877-249-6900. First step, sit down with Ben and Matt. Something we've been talking about resonates with you. You feel need to get that second opinion. Want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals. Very important risk tolerance we just talked about too. Pick up the phone, punch those numbers in. What are you waiting for? 877-249-6900. Do it now while you're thinking about it. 877-249-6900. And folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies, get back to your first thing on Monday morning. All right, the show is SoundPath to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate, Ben Colville, Matt Lieberger with us. Back in just a moment. What's up next, guys? You've got questions, we've got answers. Ask the advisors. Coming right up right after this. Welcome back to the show. This is SoundPath Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Coble and Matt Lieberger. They're both with SoundPath Retirement Strategies. They're both fiduciaries, which means by law, have to have the best interest of their clients. Had a great conversation today. Went through our checklist, went through things that how you and your spouse can get on the same page when it comes to retirement savings. Now, favorite part of the show for Ben and Matt and myself, this is when you guys chime in, you ask questions, and hopefully we have a good answer for you. Uh, we certainly try. We do our best. Let's put it let's put it that way. All right, Paul and Paul's bow. I've been a firefighter since I was 19. I retire next year at the age of 49. Good for you. Got wow. 30 years in. And now at this young age, uh, short of getting another job, how can I support my uh, my supplement, my pension? What do we have for Paul? Great idea. Uh, way to go, Paul. Uh, well, Paul, uh, you and I are about the same age, and I'm jealous. Yeah, me too. I'm older. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm, I made the wrong decision on, on my career. <laughs> well, no, uh, at least yeah, you didn't have to go into burning buildings like Paul did. I, I can look over. I see Gary uh, typing in right now into Google, how how young do I need to be to become a firefighter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That ship has sailed, so to speak. You yeah. Know? But go you ahead. Know, <laughs> Paul, uh, first of all, uh, congrats because, number one, you're retiring early. Number two, you have a pension. Right, that's through uh, DRS, and and your pension is going to be what people either call LEOF or LEOFF, and and that's for law enforcement officers and firefighters. This uh, pension is going to be great for you. Uh, number one, you've earned it, you've worked hard, and it includes a COLA, a cost of living adjustment, nice, uh, which which increases uh, with you know with inflation. Now there, there's a three percent cap on that, but generally speaking, except for crazy pandemic years, uh, generally three percent is going to be more than enough to keep up. So. Good job on that. As far as what you need to do to supplement it, you know, wh whether you're going to get another job or not, I, Paul, I, I would really need to, to, to know a little bit more about you. How much funds have you saved up? 
Uh, is it tax deferred funds? Is it money in a brokerage account where we're dealing with capital gains? Do you have Roth money that you saved, right? Do you have an IRA? What, what do you have saved? And this is what Ben and I special in, uh, specialize in. We look at distribution strategies. How do we take what you've got? And I always look at it in two ways. Uh, when you approach retirement, the first question I ask is what streams of income do you have? And these are things like your pension. These are things like Social Security, right? Uh, these aren't buckets of money. You can't go to Social Security and say, hey, government, I'll take the whole lump sum now, please. Yeah. I want to go to Vegas. They say, no, you're going to get the streams of payment. So we look at that. And that would include your pension. And then we look at buckets. Uh, what do you have saved up in IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, you know, you, 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 you name it. So I want to sit down with you and then we figure out a way to, to put that together and get a stream of income for you uh, as a distribution throughout the rest of your life and figure out how we can minimize taxes and all that fun stuff. So, you know, give us a call. I, I want to learn a little bit more about you specifically, Paul, and then let's find Taylor make something for you. Yeah, and he's got like 16 years before he's eligible for Medicare, so we've got to talk about the health care. We're going to have to deal with health care. Deal with that, too. But, you yeah. know, and, and a lot of people at that age, they, they, they want to start their own business. You know, it's funny. My brother-in-law uh, worked for Toyota for many years. He was a service writer. And when he retired, he, he was a chef and always always loved to cook and do things around the house. He, he got himself a food truck, so he started a whole new thing. So uh, maybe yeah. you want to do that, uh, Paul. And there's, there's so many different options, both financially and, you know, lifestyle, too. What are you going to do all day? You have to worry about that, too. You think about, you know, like you said, every day's a Saturday, and you got to figure out how to fill that time. Uh, so, Paul, uh, get a hold of Ben and Matt. I'll give you the phone number in just a moment. All right, let's get to Sharon in Redmond. I love this one. I have a meeting scheduled with you guys next week. I want to see if it be okay to bring along my 18-year-old son who's heading off to college in a few months. Thanks, and I appreciate what you guys do. Well, I mean, short answer is it's fine. You yeah. Know, we don't have anything fundamentally against 18-year-olds. <laughs> the two things that I would say are potentially problematic is, number one, in these meetings, we're talking very specifically about you and your financial situation. I thought so of that, So if you don't yeah. want your child to know your specific financial situation, especially if there's you know millions of dollars they're going to inherit, and they go, why am I going to college? I'm going to get <laughs> millions of dollars. I'm going to go and spend all my money right now. So that's one thing is that there's going to be – we need to have very frank conversations about you and your retirement situation. A lot of times clients will say, hey, I want to have my son come over so that they can learn, mm -hmm. so that they can learn more about what you do. And an 18-year-old's plan is going to be very different from a 60-year-old's plan. So what is a common scenario that we run into is after we have a plan set up for a client and they say, hey, I want you to talk to my son about retirement vehicles mm -hmm, or about mm -hmm. investments, then we do that as a separate meeting. And sure. we do that complimentary as a service to the clients. And we'll be able to help with 401k allocations for those children or whatever the case might be. Uh, but usually it's, it's better to have it kind of be a separate conversation. So, again, we, we have no problem. We're not going to make him sit out in the lobby, but just know that you're going to it's going to be more focused on you than it would right. be on them. Yeah, yeah. you know, the, the, there's another reason why that I, I've, I've spoken with with people's children as well. After we, after we get a plan together, because you're right, Ben, we're, we're talking in-depth and, and personal stuff, but uh, often people say, this is great. Uh, my kids are going to be my beneficiaries. And, and I look say, okay, at some point when we get this plan done, let's set up a meeting either in person or virtual with whoever your most responsible child is who's going to be dealing with your state should you both pass uh, you know, in a car accident or together and, and, and let's, let's get to know them and put a, a face to a name so that they know who to reach out to for help if, if something tragic happens. So, so that, that's, that's another reason why I talk with children. Wow. 
I have three uh, children. None of them are responsible, so I've got a problem here. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know exactly what I'm going to do. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me each week at this time. Ben Colville, Matt Lieberg, I want to thank you for joining us right here at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Let's get you that phone number. Get you all set up with a comprehensive plan. There's no cost or no obligation. So here we are the first week in March. You know, I've been meaning to do this when... The clock ticked over to New Year's, but I haven't done it yet. So pick up the phone and uh, punch these numbers in right now. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Folks at Soundpath Retirement Strategies, we'll get back to you first thing on Monday morning. Going through questions that came in from our listeners. Let's get to Curtis in Linwood. My mother has long-term care insurance for years. They've gone up on her premium yet again. They're telling me she has two options. Number one, cancel. Number two, take less coverage. She's 70. I like this. For crying out loud, what can she do? Hmm. <laughs> well, Curtis, first of all, thank you for reminding me to give a shout out to my mom, whose birthday it is midweek this week. Nice. Uh, yep, first week of March. And so happy birthday, mom. Uh, but Curtis, yeah, let's, let's talk about your mom. Um, yeah, that that that's frustrating. And for crying out loud is is well put. You know, long-term care is interesting whether you decide to cancel it or take less coverage. This is something that Ben and I talk with all of our clients about during our planning process. So I believe that, th that there's a five-fold area of planning, kind of a checklist that you need to go through with a fine-tooth comb when you're planning for retirement. And you need to continue to go through this throughout retirement because things change. And this has to do, of course, with the income planning, right? And as that changes, you, know, you need to roll with it and inflation and all that fun stuff. We talk tax planning, and that continues to uh, you know upgrade itself as Congress decides to change tax laws on us. Uh, then we talk uh, uh, insurance planning, sorry, insurance planning, tax planning, estate planning, and then finally uh, investment planning. So when it comes to insurance planning, we talk long-term care. And long-term care is something, I'll just, from a very high level, here's the real main reason for long-term care. And so Curtis, you'll have to tell us whether this applies to your mom or not. The real fear with many people, and I get it, is that if someone becomes sick and needs long-term care, that the sick spouse is going to bankrupt the healthy spouse. Because uh, if you're in too long, man, I mean, the median, let's just look at the middle, the median cost for a room, a long-term care room in the state of Washington. Uh, I mean, you're, you're not staying at the Hilton, but you don't have bars on the windows either, right? This is right in the middle for a private room. Is $9,900 a month, almost $10,000 a month. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So if you need long-term care, the fear is you're going to bankrupt your, your, your spouse. Well, Curtis, if, if, you're, if your mom is widowed or divorced or single and doesn't have a spouse to worry about, well, that's going to change my conversation with her on whether or not she needs to take less coverage, pay more, or cancel it, right? I want to know her situation. Are we trying to protect somebody, or are we just simply trying to take care of her and protect her income? So there's a few uh, nuances here, but Curtis, you know, give us a call or have your mom give us a call, and I'll give her my best advice possible. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right, one more uh, question. Let's squeeze one in here. Uh, Alan in Seattle, who you're talking about annuities, our current advisor is not about annuities at all. Why the contradiction? Now, if you remember, it was it several shows. That we did a whole show on annuities, yeah. so you might want to go back and check the podcast. We only have a minute or so, guys. What do you have for Alan? 
Well, the big thing is that if the, if you're talking to an advisor who says, oh, yeah, I don't like these at all, then that's usually a bit of a red flag. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is that there's not good or bad investments. I say that jokingly, except for uranium mines off the coast of Peru are bad right. investments. So there are some what? that just typically aren't great investments for a yeah. client. But there's pros and cons of every single investment tool that's out there. Annuities are no different. So if you look at an annuity from an insurance vehicle, it's like a personal pension. There's pros and cons to it. I typically think that the cons outweigh the pros. When it comes to like a fixed annuity or a fixed indexed annuity, I think that the pros typically outweigh the cons, especially compared to bond funds or compared to bond issues. So if somebody is saying, oh, yeah, annuities is a blanket statement, I don't like any of them. Well, then they either don't know all the specifics of how they can work or they're not paid on them. So they don't want to or they can't sell them. And, and so they need to dissuade clients away from them for a way for, so that they don't lose overall market share or, or lose clients. So they fit in some cases, they don't fit in other cases. And this is where it's very, very key that when you're talking retirement, you're talking to somebody independent. Talk to somebody who can use absolutely anything that's out there and that they have a good understanding of what's out there. So that way they can just tell you, hey, this is how it works. These are the pros to it. These are the cons to it. This is how it would fit into your overall plan. So that way it can be a very objective conversation and not based off of a compensation that the advisor is getting or some other preconceived notions. Yeah, uh, it, it, that's it. And if you're if you're out there listening right now thinking, wow, uh, I haven't thought about an independent fiduciary, that that is so vital when it comes to planning for your retirement. If you want to sit down with somebody who is independent and a fiduciary, give us a call. That's what Ben and I are. This is what we focus on and we specialize with retirement planning, which means we're going to be able to talk anything from, you know, your stock market, uh, you know, account, your portfolio to bank products, insurance products, corporate products, government products, you name it. Let's see what's right for you and for your particular situation. And as Ben said, it's not about one thing being good or bad. It's about trade-offs, unless you're looking at mines off the coast of Peru. But other Mm -hmm. than that, it's about trade-offs. What works for you? And a blanket statement of some things are good, some things are bad, no. No, it depends on what you're looking at and why. So give us a call. Get on our calendar. If you call now, you're going to get a copy of Ben's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. That's going to get you a good insight into our mantra around here, the way we think. Um, And if you call us, we'll sit down. We'll start with where you're at, where you want to go, and we'll create a plan to get you there. All right. Great advice, Matt. Here's that phone number, 877-249-6900. Now, our goal of the show here is help you make the best decision. That's why we do the show each week. So if you have any questions about what we're talking about or how it may apply to your own situation, punch those numbers into your phone right now, 877-249-6900. Get yourself all set up with that comprehensive plan. Again, no cost or no obligation. So what are you waiting for? Well, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. Look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on SoundPath Retirement with Ben and Matt. Uh, Matt, tell your mom happy birthday. My wife's birthday is March 5th, so it's coming up. Uh, Yeah, my mom's March 6th. All right, there we go. All right, guys, I enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks
All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.